All right, and we are here today doing Disunity Episode 2. Episode 2, you feel me? We back and we better, you feel me? Always the guy. Yes, sir, yes, sir, out. yes, sir. The grind, the grind, the grind. So, um, just a little reminder. Remember to support us with your donations. Um, Facts. We, we poor. We need money. Yes, sir, yes, that. sir. It's It would be very, very, very appreciated. We'll continue to give out quality content, and it will be motivation for us. We would really appreciate it. Um, just click yep. that link in our, yep. uh, in our bio, our support link. Thoroughly would appreciate it. But um, anyways, yeah. we got an action, action, action-packed episode here waiting for you today. And uh, we're very excited for what's to come this week and what's going to come in the, for this episode. Uh, so jumping in, uh, we're going to jump into the NBA Conference Finals games. Uh, Miami yep. Heat finishing off the Celtics and the Lakers finishing off the Nuggets. Um, so Patrick, what do you got to say about your Miami Heat finishing off them Celtics, man? I mean, you know, we saw great, great flashes from all of our young players. You know, Bam Adebayo, special. Tyler Harrow, great. What was it? Game, game three. And then, or game four. Man's is special. Um, Duncan Robinson, consistent shooter. Jimmy Butler needs to show up a little bit more often, but, you know, he did his thing. Yep, yep. So, overall, I enjoyed what I saw. I'm excited for this next series. So, what about you? What about your Lakers? I know. For sure. Lucky, but, you know, For sure. So just to touch off of what you said with the Miami Heat, I totally agree. Uh, team is looking very, very solid. Uh, they've got a, they've got some amazing role players, and they definitely are one of the hotter teams when it comes to shooting. Uh, there's been statistics showing that they are like one of the, probably the best shooting team in the bubble, and they are, and especially in the fourth quarter when it comes to clutch time. Bam Adebayo, I loved seeing him. You know, take responsibility for that game five. And him saying, you know, hey, that was my bad. That was on me. I need to step it up. In game six, he showed up, and he almost had a triple-double. So yes, sir. I thought that was really awesome to see. And the Lakers, man, I was really proud of them. Um, LeBron finishing off, not even letting it not even be a question, you know. Finish it off. When they're, down, when they're up 3-1, they finish it off, and they made it 4-1, you know. Uh, I loved seeing it. Um, LeBron had an incredible game. Had, I think it was, was it 38 points? 38? Oh, my God. He's... His jumper was crazy. Yeah, jumper was crazy. Ron's jumper is crazy. Yeah, it's and, and it's it's, it's rare it's rare to see that. Um, he usually it's sometimes it sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. But when he does, uh, he looked like Boston Celtics game six LeBron. Honestly, when he was yep. shooting like that, and uh, that is just impossible to guard because you know LeBron is one of the best drivers to ever play the game, and when he can do, when he could shoot and he could also drive like that, there's no stopping that man. <laughs> But um, I, I thought it was very, very amazing to see him uh, score, took over in the fourth quarter, scoring 16 points. That was incredible. And he really kind of cemented that and just let the Nuggets know, you're not beating me. And I thought it was really funny that he went to Chris Haynes and he said, I'm ending this bleep now. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, and he... <laughs> He ended it. He really did end it. I'm shocked that he hit that many jumpers. It was fun to watch for sure. <laughs> but um, so going into the NBA Finals, who we believe is going to win, I know Patrick is going to be basing off these uh, predictions for after two games because he wants to see what the series is going to entail just from the first couple games. So... Um, I think that the Lakers are going to beat them uh, just because I don't see logically how the Heat would beat them. Uh, the only thing I could say is if the Lakers don't shoot well, the Miami Heat play the best basketball they've played, and the Lakers don't shoot well, and they their role players don't perform, 
it could be a long, long haul for the Lakers. And I'm if, but saying that the Lakers have been playing amazing basketball recently, and I don't see seeing I don't I don't see a drop off like that happening. Um, but my prediction of the series score is four one. Patrick, what's your like analyst on the series? Uh, what what do you think? I mean, I think. Well, what I've been seeing with Miami is they have a lot of good defenders. As we saw, that he, he pretty much took Jason Tatum out of the majority of the series. He had a good game for second game, was it? game Wherever he had 28 in the second half, it's a great second half. Great overall game four. In game five, he kind of like was on and off. So I think if we could do that to Jason Tatum, we could have some – I don't know what LeBron's going to do his thing, but I think Anthony Davis will be more of our focus. And I think if we make it a little bit tougher on him, and we can make it a little bit tougher on the two playmakers in Rondo and LeBron. That's turnovers, and I think Miami thrives off turnovers like nobody else. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, like you've been, like you said, I think the Bam Adebayo Anthony Davis matchup that is going to be a very, very crucial matchup to be watching because I think that's going to be one of the big factors. If Anthony Davis is doing his thing against Bam Adebayo, I don't see the Lakers losing. But uh, if I Bam Adebayo is actually if he steps up like he has been. And he actually contains him somewhat and matches the sound of matches the same productivity that Anthony Davis gives. It's going to be a good series for sure. So yeah, I think I already said four one is my prediction. Patrick will state that probably next week, probably after a couple of games have been played. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then I got Miami winning tonight though. I got oh, tonight. I think the Lakers win this one, baby. I I I think that if the if the if the Heat win, I think it's going to be when the Lakers are up two one. That's, no, I, I, Lakers always played bad game one. He will win tonight. Game two is going to be an actual game. Though. All right. Game two is... All right. That's what I'm saying. After game two, I'll see what the Lakers are about. All right. I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see about that. It'll be, it'll be very interesting. I'm very excited for tonight's game for sure. It's like highlighting my day for sure. But, and my... I'm just going to state with me. Um, Patrick, if you like, I will... We can, we can name MVP, NBA, NBA Finals MVP... Who you think's gonna if they if the Heat win, who you think will win MVP, and if the Lakers win, who do you think will win MVP? I believe if, since the Lakers are gonna win, that's my prediction. I think that the Lakers are gonna win. I believe that LeBron James is gonna win the NBA Finals MVP. So um, Patrick, if the Lakers win, who do you think is gonna win it? If the Heat win, who do you think is gonna win it? Again, if the Heat win, I don't know. That a Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo? It's one of those two. For sure. And then what about I'm gonna the go Lakers? With Jimmy I'm gonna go with Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. That's tough. It's tough for me again with the Lakers because it depends on what Spolstra wants to do and who he wants to highlight for the the series. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna say uh, if AD averages a double double, like let's say twenty eight and ten, I think AD wins the Finals MVP. Yeah. If if he doesn't, LeBron wins it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely one of those two. I feel like I like the other guy you can't you can't underrate is uh Caruso, but Caruso. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I I think definitely it's one of those two. LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Um, I think LeBron's got definitely the higher edge when it comes to MVP. If he win, I think he will most likely win if they win the finals. But we will see. So. Yeah, um, we're just gonna we're gonna transition to the NFL here. Uh, bring oh, before a, I forget. Oh, what? You know, Ryan beat me in the game predictions. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, so. yes, yes. 
Uh, so we yeah. agreed to do an apple cider vinegar shot. Yeah. With the law. So yeah, we will do we will do an apple cider. So what we're gonna do is uh, throughout the uh, throughout the season, we're gonna continue to take tally on the uh, predictions that we make uh, for the uh, games in the NFL, and basically whoever ends up winning by the end of the season, or do you want to do it? Do you want to do it weekly? Like, do you want to do it no, like end okay, of the season? Okay, end of the season. Okay, as I was saying, apple cider vinegar shots like every week. No, all right. So yeah, by the end of the season. Whoever loses is going to have to take an apple cider vinegar shot with predictions. So, um, yeah, I, it, will be, it will be very, very interesting. And, yeah, I, I'm excited for that. Um, so, yeah, we'll be right back after this quick break here. And we're going to be bringing on our special guest, Alex Martin. So we will see you guys in just a moment. All right, and we are back here. Today, we have a special, special, special guest. His name is Alex Martin. What's up? Yes, Alex yeah. Martin is SMU here. SMU undergrad. SMU yes, undergrad. SMU Cox, 2024, <laughs> Raptor. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful sir. day here in Dallas, 91 degrees. Love to see Another you. Another in the sky. Yep, yep, yep. And just to hype him up a little bit, you can go follow his uh, reselling account, Seattle Hype Plug. Go hit that man up. He gives the best deals. He's a little bit inactive right now, but he's a beast. So go follow that. Nah, bro. I'm just moving in silence. Ooh. Moving in silence. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. Big, big things yeah, big coming. Seahawks fan. <laughs> you know, Alex is a huge Seahawks fan too. So he will be our you know, little Seattle Seahawks dude. Absolutely. For information. You yes, me? sir. All right. All right. So, Patrick. I counted up the scores of our predictions, and I ended up beating you ten to nine in the first week. Damn. So I'm up one zero right now in the series for our predictions. But yeah, that that freaking that Ravens Chiefs game, you got the point for that because I picked the Ravens and you picked the Chiefs, and that was that's what made it hecka close. But. Oh my goodness. All right, so let's talk about that uh, Ravens and then that Chiefs game, bro. Yeah, Monday night football game. This Great is game. my simple, simple, simple explanation for the like why the Ravens lost. Fuck Mark Ingram. I just want to be straight up. That man sucks ass. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I, I wish I could, like, show the clip of Patrick saying there's, uh, Mark Ingram was going to have a massive game. Like, there's no way he doesn't. Like, bro, that guy was absolutely terrible for his team. Like, I was so upset with them. But overall, I think Mahomes played an absolutely phenomenal g- game. Showed why he's one of the best he quarterbacks did. in the NFL. And, like, the Ravens overall were just not even close to their level. That's just my opinion of the game. Uh, like from what I saw, but what do you guys think, Alex, Patrick? What do you guys think? Alex, you got um, I think that Lamar doesn't show up in big, big moments. I think that's something he struggles with. He threw for less than a hundred yards on like, well, like eighteen completions, which is just like absurdly like bad. Um, and I mean, you know, the first two weeks he performed, and then. On the primetime big stage against probably the best team in the NFL, he struggled. So, like, I think a lot of it falls on Lamar's shoulders. It's like the same thing we saw in the AFC Champion or AFC Divisional round. 
he couldn't he wasn't up to the task and i think that reflected in his week, week three performance against the chiefs for sure for sure patrick what do you guys say you know i'm gonna just say this the ravens have a beautiful offense very old school you know a lot of running and a play action passing off of the running right Mm-hmm. That's all like fine and dandy until you go down, and you go down big. Yeah. And if your and if your defense doesn't play, that offense doesn't work, because it's good when you have the lead. It's not the best offense when you're down multiple scores. And if it wasn't for that kick return, it would have been what thirteen. Where you said the Chiefs' offense? Are you talking about the Ravens' offense? Like the Ravens' offense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Ravens' offense. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens off. It's yeah. beautiful to watch, but it's just you can't keep up with it. Once the Chiefs go up two scores, kind of tough to match that because all the time you're, you're spending running that football, time off the clock. And so it's just hard for the Ravens to come back playing their type of football. So they have to change it to Chiefs type of football. And let's be realistic, nobody can beat the Chiefs playing their type of football. So. Yeah, for sure. That's the Super Bowl preview. For sure. And then on the other hand, the Chiefs have an incredible offense who can come back from any deficit. (laughs) They're like, they're just like the Warriors in their prime, bro. Like, (laughs) they can come back from any score deficit just from because they they have such an explosive offense. They can score at will very quickly if they're hot, you know. And they can come back out out of anything. But, you know, just like you said, the Ravens. Not so much. They have a slower-paced offense, and it's beautiful because it takes time off the clock. You get a lot of possession time, and it tires out the other team's defense. But, yeah, so, for sure. Now, let's talk about Tom Brady's performance versus the Broncos. I'll start us off here. So, I thought Brady played incredible. He had 297 passing yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions, and a finishing QB rating of 115.8. Um... It's it's a start to something great. Like, you know, yeah, they are playing like a not-so-great Denver team. And, you know, Denver has a pretty good defense overall. They've lost some killer guys due to injury, and they lost their corners. So it was a little bit tough for them. <laughs> great defense. <laughs> great defense. But Crazy. their defense is something that you can't ever sleep on because they do get pressure to the quarterback. And the biggest thing is Brady always sucks in Denver. And, like, me being a Brady fan, I admit that. And I, I absolutely hate it when he goes to Denver. It's like a nightmare for me. So he went to Denver, and he showed up, and he won his team the game and played incredible. And I'm very proud of the way he played. And I think it's something – it's showing that, you know, he's still got it. And he's, he's going to – it's going to be interesting to see what he does against those top-tier teams, which knowing Brady, I think he's going to definitely continue to keep this same energy. And he's going to come out, and he's going to still – do the same thing against a great like great teams but what do you guys I think? thought it was a tail of two halves I thought it was a tail of two halves I thought Brady had an incredible first half and then a below average second half that's what I saw man For had sure. three touchdowns in the first half I think yeah and then didn't I guess like he became a game manager again in the second half which is cool but against these better teams with better offenses he's gonna need to keep keep on rolling the points like, I don't think, let's say if the, the Buccaneers played the Seattle Seahawks or something like that, how many points did they end up with, 24, 27? That's not going to be enough to beat Seattle. Yeah, true. Um, 
I get and, that. And, and, and it's, yeah, I definitely saw, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Tom Brady had three touchdowns the first half. That was insane. And, you know, he didn't have any touchdowns the second half. But I felt like primarily what his role was in that time, like, because they were up by such a large margin. What he was he just doing. Game manager. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like him, like, now I'll say one thing. The Panthers game last week, he was a complete, like, it was a huge tale of two halves because Brady, the first half, played incredible. And in the second half, he had a terrible second half. Like, I'll admit that. He was inaccurate with his throws. His statistics showed it, and his completion percentage dropped, into, like, hugely. Um, I felt like a big thing was there's a lot of watching the game. There's a lot of holding calls that were called on Brady. So it did make it difficult for his team to continue to score because in, like, in the several drives, he got, like, four holding calls. So he was having to start, he's having to do it like second and 20 and stuff like that. And it's like, it's when, it's those holding calls can be so huge, man. And Brady, can. Brady was, you know, stepping back in second and 20. He would throw like a five yard pass or they would just hand off to Leonard Fournette and they'd get five yards or something, you know. And then that's why, and that's my opinion of why they weren't, you know, necessarily scoring all the points. It's just because they were getting all these like false starts and stuff, not false starts, holding calls and stuff. And it put Brady in a very tough position to, to get his team in the end zone. But, yeah, I completely, I completely agree with that. And I think Brady, when it will be interesting to see when he faces a top-tier team that has a very good offense. It's going to be interesting to see if Tom can be able to keep up with that offense. I mean, we saw what happened. We saw what happened when he faced a top-tier team. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay, but that's the first week, you know. I don't even <laughs> think Saints are, are top-tier, dude. They're one and two and Breeze is playing like an old fart yeah you're right, I, <laughs> you're right. it's well, true and well, I, like well, the first well, week the first well, week well, the first and like, that's the thing i think that's a the, the first week is kind of a tough game to judge like brady off of because he it's his first game like outside of new england and he played like a, he played true. an okay game but he didn't do anything special okay he, game. he had two touchdowns two interceptions you know and the saints have been playing with three each other for several three touchdowns years. that's pretty- I mean, if we're being honest, he had three t- passing touchdowns, but the other one was, yeah, three passing touchdowns, but one of them was the other team. But, yeah, okay. It is what it is. You, you, you've got jokes, Patrick. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. But, yeah, you know, that's a tough, it's a tough week to judge off of. And, you know, I think a better week to judge Brady against the Saints, I think the better week's going to be, be week six, the next. Week 10, wherever it is. Uh, yeah, I think it's in week eight possibly it's a little bit earlier i think but it'll be interesting to see what he does against the saints in that week because that will be brady after several weeks of playing with the buccaneers you know and we'll see what happens but yeah all right so let's move off of this topic and we're going to go into the cowboys versus seahawks alex i'm going to have you start off this since you are a beloved seahawks fan i think it's only right for you to talk about this game so what do you think about the cowboys and seahawks like what do you think of the final result and everything um, well, first of all, fuck that dude who, like, screwed with Carson's knee. That was a very dirty play. So, yeah, that seriously was. That I made pissed. me so mad. Um, <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson, 14 touchdown throws through three games. I mean, it's a new record. Um, he's just playing out of his mind. I don't see any team on our schedule stopping that. Even with like the NFC West, it's just high-powered offense, offenses and not so great defenses. So, um, and I mean the Cowboys game is just a 
really. Like, the Seahawks always do that. They blow a 15-point lead. And it interesting. <laughs> um, but it was cool being in Dallas. Like, I was at B-dubs in my Seahawks jersey, and everyone, when the when the Seahawks won, everyone just, like, left the building. It's like, yep, sucks to suck. <laughs> it's good to be a Seahawks fan. Yeah, for so, sure. It was a good time. Yeah. Patrick, what did you think of the game? I I think we saw more of the same with Seattle. They have a weak defense, but a good offense. So it's like, you know, until proven otherwise. They're, I think the Packers are the favorite to come out the NFC. They have a little bit better of a defense than Seattle. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, um, the, personally, I thought that the, it was a great, it was a great game, great throwing game, like you guys said. Um, I was, my prediction last week was, and Patrick laughed at me, I said that the Seattle Seahawks defense was going to step up. I'm very That's disappointed they did not, because I said that this this was going to be the week that they were going to step up, and they were. And I said they're going to... All of them got injured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> but I was, I was upset, because I made my bold prediction. I sounded like Charles Barkley in that, didn't I, Patrick? You did. <laughs> but they've got some serious issues they seriously got to work on with their secondary. Um, they gave up a lot of, like passing yards against Dak Prescott. Pre- Dak Prescott finished over 400 some 425 passing yards, right? And it's like yeah. even though that Cowboys passing offense is ex- is an incredibly good team, like the defense has got to step it up. Like you should not be letting and if we're being quarter- honest, and yeah. if we're being honest, Ezekiel Elliott wasn't having some type of weird day and dropping four passes. He had a couple of screens that could have went a little bit more than yeah. you know, a drop pass, you know what I mean? Yeah, for so sure. So it was an interesting game. I thought DK Metcalf was it's just... I love DK. Very talented <laughs> receiver. Yeah, so let's talk about that DK Metcalf celebration thing. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was hilarious, but... <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, too. I ain't gonna lie. It wouldn't tell if it would cost him the game, though. But, you know, it, it didn't. Yeah, luckily so. he stepped it up like for the rest of the game. But that was crucial. I was th- and Russell Wilson could have had six passing touchdowns. Just think about that. Yeah. Damn, he would have had 15 touchdowns in what? In three games. games. That's Damn. just... That, that hasn't been heard of, really. So no, he's, he's on pace to throw 74, which would be just stupid. But yeah, I mean, I, I like his odds to beat um, Peyton Manning's... <clears throat> Uh, Even if he throws record. 50 touchdowns, my guy, that's that's an incredible touchdown. That's an incredible season. Oh, if he scores awesome, 50, that'd be that that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I I saw something today. It was kind of funny. It was like Russell could Russell Wilson could throw 27 straight interceptions and still have a better pass rating than Carson Wentz. Dang, <laughs> that's that straight insane? tough. That is tough. Yeah. yeah. I know. Shout out Carson Wentz for having, like, the biggest drop-off of the century. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. So, we're going to get into our predictions here. All right. So, we're going to go through the games. I'll list off the games, and you can just pick your – we'll go into each game and, like, kind of talk about the teams a little bit shortly, briefly, and we'll just pick our winner. So, Broncos versus Jets. I got the Broncos. Um, Jets don't have Le'Veon Bell, so I think it's going to be tough for them to really pull through offensively. Um, and they're both 0-3 teams, so it's kind of a kind of an interesting game. Adam Gay should be fired. Adam Gay should be fired. That's all I'm going to say. So. 
Yeah, but... With that in mind, we're just going to go for the Broncos because fuck Adam Gase. <laughs> Alex, what do you think? I think the Broncos will win. Broncos as well? All right. So now another another 0-3, 0-3 game. Texans versus Vikings. It's definitely far from the same in the Broncos and Jets. Yes. Just to be clear. Yes. They're much better teams. They are a better teams. I got the sure. Vikings. I got the Vikings in that one. I think okay. their pass rush will actually pull through because the Texans have a terrible offensive line. Yeah. So Nanak and Gakwe and um, Daniel Hunter should be going crazy. For but sure. if they lose, Kirk Cousins is a bum again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Texans winning this one, actually. Because I think even though. Even though Deshaun Watson hasn't been doing that great with his four touchdown, three interceptions, you know, he's he's doing eh, and it's not good enough for the Texans' offense. They need him to pull through. I understand his offensive line is not good, but losing DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason has been truly showing that it's been really tough for him. But yes, he does have some solid targets, though, in Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, you know, Kenny Stills. He's got a very, very solid receiving core, so... I think I got the Texans winning this one just because I feel like the Vikings, if they don't show up defensively, Deshaun Watson could have a monster game. And do I think Kirk Cousins can keep up with that? No, I don't think he can. So what do you think, Alex? I think the Texans will win because they're as good as the Ravens. Whoa. (laughs) whoa. We'll skip past that. We'll skip past that. Okay, we'll just (laughs) skip past that. We'll edit that out. (laughs) No, let me... Let me give my my explanation. Okay. Go ahead. Week one, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Houston Texans 34-20. Okay. What was the score of the Monday Night Football game? 34-20. Oh. Dang, so that's right. good. Okay. Illuminati confirmed. Yes, bro. sir. I, it makes sense. Okay, okay. But, but, but in all seriousness, <laughs> the Texans have played the three top teams yeah. in the AFC. Yeah. And... I think I I still think they're a playoff team, even though they're on three. I still think they're a playoff team because they got all that. But they got all the L's. They got all the L's out of the way. They probably have like two or three more. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely get going talking into that about that later with the Texans zero and three start for sure. But the Saints versus Lions. What do you all think? I think I got the Saints here because the Lions surprisingly upset the Cardinals last week, which I was very surprised about because me and Patrick really both picked about. the Cardinals in that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I got I got the um, Saints winning this because, I mean, the Lions, even though they're good, I mean, I think the Saints will be able to beat them pretty reasonably. So New Orleans. I love me some Breezes. Breezes is different. That's all I'm going to say. Ugh. <laughs> all right, Alex, what do you think? <laughs> Um, I think the Saints are, are better than the Lions. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. All right. And then Ravens versus Redskins. I think this is a classic uh, matchup for hey, uh, Lamar. Excuse me. Excuse oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry. Excuse Sorry. me. My bad. Washington football team. My bad. You racist. <laughs> you racist. Almost there. Right. Okay, bro. Anyways. <laughs> oh, guys. All right, Ravens versus Washington football team. I got the, I got the Ravens because I think this is a classic football match for where Lamar Jackson is gonna like go off and have like five or six touchdowns, you know, because it's against a not so good competition, and I just okay. think he's gonna go off honestly. So it's a classic Lamar Jackson game. From to go off. What do you think, Alex? 
Ravens. Ravens. Football teams stink. <laughs> Cardinals versus Panthers. Patrick, I'm gonna have you start off with it. What do you? Who do you think? I got the Cardinals winning this game. Cardinals. But the Panthers. Yeah, they don't have Christian McCaffrey. I doubt. Yeah. You know, their kicker will make six field goals in a row again. So. Yeah, for you know, sure. I think I got I got the Cardinals as well. What do you think, Alex? Cards. Cards for sure. All right. Colts versus Bears. I got the Bears on this one just because I think the Bears outmatch the Colts in a lot of things. Uh, Shout out Nick Foles. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, for real. It's going to be I – th- I got the Bears on this one. What do you, what do you two think? I got the Bears because Nick Foles. I believe in Nick Foles. All right. Um, I got the Bears because I think Matt Nagy is the best head coach in the NFL. Alrighty. Anyways, okay. next thing. Uh, Seahawks versus Dolphins. <laughs> I got the Seahawks winning this one, uh, pretty reasonably. I just, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I just, the Seahawks are one of the hottest teams in the NFL offensively, and I mean, I think they're gonna pretty much smack them. But it'll be interesting. What do you guys think? I'm actually a little bit more anxious than most are because. We're probably not going to have Chris Carson. We're probably not going to have Adams. Maybe not Dunbar. And you saw how garbage Trey Flowers is. And he'll be lined up against Devontae Parker. And if I know anything about Ryan Fitzpatrick, is that he throws dots to Devontae Parker. And Devontae, Devontae Parker can go off, yeah. So I, do, I, I still think the Seahawks are going to win. But I think they're going to go full Seahawk and actually give us a game against it. Not very good team. Yeah, I think I, I think it's gonna be similar. I have a similar opinion as Alex. I think Trey Flowers and Shaquille Griffin are both average corners at best, <laughs> and so Devontae Parker is above average receiver. I think he's a star receiver. So we're gonna see Devontae Parker completely destroy one of those two. Shaquille did Griffin? No, you said he's an average corner. He was bad last week, week, but, like, overall, he's always, like, been a very, like... He got destroyed by Calvin Ridley, too. Yeah. And Julio Jones. Okay. We've played three high-powered offenses. Yeah. And I don't think many could could effectively defend that, like, those offenses that we played against. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I, I still think you're right. I think they're... I think Trey Flowers is, should be a 50 overall man, and I think Griffin isn't playing very well. Yeah, for sure. All right. So now the next game, Buccaneers versus Chargers. I got the Buccaneers winning this one. Uh, I think Tom's going to have a good game. Uh, Chargers, they have a good pass rush with uh, Joey Bosa. but I mean, Melvin Ingram. And Melvin Ingram, can't forget about that bad man. But, um, yeah, I think the Chargers offensively are just going to – be very very it's gonna to be tough because the Buccaneers have such a great defense so I don't see them scoring much and I think the I think it's gonna be similar to this last week I think Tom's gonna to do a very very good job in the first half and then it's gonna be more managing but I feel like we're gonna see a little bit more scoring from Brady in the second half I think we're gonna see I think I think the Bucks are gonna win just mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna you know say Tom Brady's gonna to lose to the Chargers <laughs> but if the Chargers win I'm going to just say this. The Chargers are a very underrated team. The Chargers beat the Buccaneers. That's all I'm saying. They're very underrated. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Alex? 
Uh, I think Buccaneers because Chargers just lost against the Panthers and the Buccaneers beat the Panthers. So makes sense. Makes sense. Logical. All right, this is a big game right here. All right, low key is a big game. Steelers versus Titans. What do you, what do you guys got? I I picked in this match. I picked the Steelers because I feel like they have a very very strong defense, and I think it's kind of a toss up game to be honest. Because if the Steelers offense shows up, I think they're gonna win the game because overall they have a better defense than the Titans. But to that effect, I think that the Titans. I mean, if if Derrick Henry goes off and takes over the game, it could be a tough game for the Steelers. So. Um, I doubt Derrick Henry goes off against that defense. I'm like, no. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, that's I'm Steelers saying. winning. Steelers winning? Nine minutes, and not even a close game. Not even a close Steelers game, least, really? I think they win by double digits. Wow. If Derrick, if Derrick Henry doesn't go off, they lose. It's just simple. That's what the Titans model. Yeah, for sure. With the Steelers having probably the best run defense in the league, because we saw what they did to Saquon Barkley. That shit was amazing. And so if they can, if they decide to go all in on the run again, I think we're going to see how terrible Tannehill is. I'm just going to say that. Oh, yes. All right, Alex, what do you think? Uh, I got the Steelers because the Titans almost lost against the Vikings, and the Vikings have proved that they well. They're just not. They haven't been playing well at all. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next week we got the Bengals versus Jaguars. Patrick, what do you have to say for this matchup? I'm gonna go Jags. Oh. I'm gonna go Jags. Because right. I just Gardner Minshew had a bad game. I think Gardner Minshew is gonna have another pretty Herculean performance as you saw the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's just why. Because he's gonna. He's gonna, He has something to prove now. So. All we'll right. See. Yeah, for sure. I got I got the Bengals because Joe Burrow um, is a bad man, and I think that he can definitely step it up. And against a lackluster Jaguars defense, I think he could do pretty pretty good overall with his targets. I mean, he's got some incredible targets out there, man. He's got he's got AJ Green, he's got Tyler Boyd, he's got John Ross, Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard coming off the second string. I mean, it's like, bro, he's got such a good offense, and it's only like. And that man's so so good. Like you saw in college, what he's done, and you know he's he can he's got something to prove. He's got something to prove that he's why he was the number one pick in the draft. So um, I feel like the Bengals got this one um, just because I feel like the Jaguars is gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what Gardner Minshew does, like you said. But I got the Bengals winning this one. What do you think? What do you think, Alex? Um, I got the Jaguars because they have a really good. Uh, balance in their rushing and passing offense. James Robinson, the undrafted free agent, yeah, he's been cooking, he's been this running season. wild. Yeah, and so that'll open up the game for Gardner. And if there's one thing we all know about Gardner, is that those dots. Yeah, for sure. All right, now the next game we're going to be talking about is Browns versus Cowboys. What do you guys think about that? Got the Cowboys winning. Cowboys, I got Cowboys as well. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. All right. If the Browns win, though, if the Browns win, they're actually a contender. I'm not oh, gonna lie. For sure, it's one of those games. It's like the um, 
Bills game last week, Patrick, remember? Yeah, exactly. And against the Rams, like, because that was a very, very good Rams team, and they ended up beating them, and the Bills... I'm pretty pissed off about that, because I should have been right, but, you know, P.I.'s a bitch. <laughs> oh, I watched that game. That was so beautiful. I'm like, yes, I got that prediction against Patrick. <laughs> Man, that's just... Oh, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> All right. Then we got the Giants versus Rams. I got the Rams winning pretty, like, pretty big. I don't see the Rams blowing this game against the yeah, Giants. Yeah, shout out Tyler Higby. I think he's going to have multiple touchdowns this game. Ooh. So, yeah. All right. Alex, what do you think? Rams. Rams, yeah. All right. And Raiders versus Bills. Um, I got the Bills in this game. And this is a, another toss-up game. But the Bills have got so much to prove, you know? And I truly think that this Bills defense... Like I said, it's underrated. I think they're a very good defense. I think the Bills are going to contain that very, very strong Raiders offense pretty reasonably. And I think Josh Allen, that man's been playing like a top five quarterback so far this season. So I think that he's going to be... I, I, I seriously think that the Bills are going to win this game. And well, we'll see. They have a lot to prove. And it's the same thing as last week. It's another game of which, you know, and all I have to say is the Bills win this game. They are looking like one of the top teams in the AFC because they've beaten several, several, several. Just through these four weeks, they've beaten several very strong teams, and they've proven that they're not just a, uh, you know, an average team. You know. So, what do you think, Patrick? You know I'm of I'm of the opposite opinion. I think this is more of a proving game for the Raiders than anything oh, else. Okay. Because the know. Raiders beat the Saints, yes, but then they lost to the what's it called? They got destroyed by the Patriots. Yeah. No. I think the Bills are going to win this game just because we saw what happens if you take away Darren Waller from Derek Carr. He becomes a shell of himself. Yeah. And so I'll say this. If the Bills take away Darren Waller, the Bills win. If they don't, Raiders win. Okay. But I think the coach of the Bills is smart enough to pick to do that, so I'm going <laughs> to pick the Bills. Okay. What do you think, Alex? Uh... <clears throat> Well, the way I see the Bills is an upgraded offense, uh, of like compared to the um, Patriots. They're really similar. They both really like to run. They both have mobile quarterbacks. And the Patriots smacked the Raiders around last week by running the ball right down their throat. So I got the Bills for that reason. For sure. All right, now this is, I think, personally, I think this is one of the biggest games of the week. Um, Patriots versus Chiefs. Yeah. That is it's a, a that's a, game. that's a tough game. But toss-up game, and man, oh, man. It is not, that is not a toss-up. I am picking the Patriots winning this one because I believe that this is going to be a Chiefs loss, and I think that Bill Belichick, best coach in NFL history, I think that he's going to figure out a way to contain Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes' explosiveness. And he, they've got a very good, strong secondary, so I'm not very worried about deep balls as much. But it's I think it's going to be interesting. Even after the Seahawks game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, it, I mean, dude, DK, okay, look. We have to worry about like, cause we, we'll we'll be. I think they'll do. I mean, it's Bill Belichick. He'll figure his thing out. I'm not gonna go into the like the, the, 
you know, the technicalities of what, what he's going to do. But I definitely think I, I, I got the Patriots winning this because I just, Bill Belichick, he proves himself in several games that he's a strong coach. He's a great coach. And I think he's, I think the Patriots are just going to win this. I think this is going to be one of the Chiefs' first loss. Even though the Chiefs are favored in this game, I still think the Patriots are going to win this game. And I think it's going to be a very close game. And I personally think whoever ends with the ball is going to win the game. You already know my opinion. I don't even have to say a word. Ask. Go ahead. Uh, I got the Chiefs because. Oh, question. Come on now. Um, wait, I had a really good point. I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs until proven otherwise. What was that? All right. For sure. Uh, Eagles versus 49ers. Uh, I I picked the Niners in this one as well. What do you say, Alex? Uh, I think the Eagles got their first dub. Oh! Actually, wait, Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt, huh? I got the Eagles, too. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. G's out. I, find, I, I think it's hard for the Eagles to lose. Jimmy G, Nick Bosa, Richard Sherman. All right, well, Mostert, for, since out. we're going on a spree, this is my first prediction. I'm going to change. I'm going with the Eagles as well. Oh my god! <laughs> with that, with that analysis, Alex, I truly think that there's. It's going to be tough for the 49ers to. I'm not, try, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to give. Hurt. I'm not trying to give. I'm not trying to give uh, Patrick an easy, easy uh, point on that one. So I'm going to go with the same one he's got because that's such a yeah for sure. All right, now. The Falcons versus Packers. The explosive the Packers. Falcons offense. The 0-3 Falcons offense versus the 3-0 <laughs> Packers team. What do you, I, I, I've got the, the Packers because the, <laughs> the Packers, I think, are just a better overall team. Offensively, they're, they're great. Defensively, they're very good. And the Falcons, their offense is amazing. But their defense is terrible. So I, I've i got the Packers winning this one. But I'm going to say something. I think that if the Falcons do show up offensively and their defense makes some sort of plays, it could be a very close game and it might be one of the biggest upsets this season. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing amazing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, without question, one, number one or number two, and that's the most talented quarterbacks of all time. I find it hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers is not going to win this game. Just simple as that. Okay. Alex? Oh, the Packers. Packers, yep. All right. Sweet. And then we're going to go into some certain topics right after this quick break here. All right. And we are back here. So, one of the topics that we have written down here is Mahomes versus Russell Mother Fluffin Wilson. They are both in these absolute hot streaks. They're playing incredible football, both of them, for their teams. Who, right now, currently, do you think is the best quarterback in the NFL? And who do you have winning MVP right now? Based off of what we've seen oh, in the first three weeks. I mean, that's that's two different things, my guy. Two different, two two different, different questions. So, like, it's kind of two different questions based off of the same thing. Because right now, currently... These two players are kind of right now in the MVP conversation, but I mean, obviously one player has an edge on the other. But who do you think is the best quarterback in the NFL right now? I'll go. I think the best quarterback in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. 
Okay. Simple as that. All right. The MVP is Russell Wilson. All right. It's just... Um, I I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. Um, I think Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, and I I just truly think that he he makes he truly does. This is Russell, one of Russell Wilson's characteristics, and he has the, and he has the same characteristic. And there's only very few quarterbacks I've ever seen this with. One of the quarterbacks I've the one of the quarterbacks that has done this with his team consistently. And has shown that he can make receivers around him better. Is someone that I like to call Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has done that throughout his career. Not this year, but throughout his career. No. (laughs) Throughout his career, Tom Brady has made receivers. It's a Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. I think I'm talking now. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm famous. Okay, but. Okay, but. Was that funny, Patrick? <laughs> go okay. ahead, go ahead. Just, okay. just make your Russell Wilson. Talk. Okay, so yeah, I um, you know, like I, I'm just you know basing it off of you know, Tom makes <coughs> his receivers around him better, just like Russell Wilson does. And so I, and like you know, I'm not gonna go into Tom Brady in like the years, but basically, yeah, I think Russell Wilson is a to. overall, <laughs> overall a. The best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. He's shown it with his statistics. He's led his team, and he is, in my opinion, the best offense in the NFL. And that's just my opinion. Um, his ability to be able to avoid the rush and make plays out of nothing is incredible. Uh, when he gets outside the pocket, there's no other quarterback in the NFL that's as dangerous as him. And Ooh, I don't know about all and that. Mahomes, Mahomes, <laughs> is, Mahomes can Lamar make some. Jackson. In- I rather have Lamar Jackson outside the pocket, but you know. <laughs> okay, like Lamar Jackson running out of the pocket, like he's rushing, he's dangerous, he's the most dangerous. So like deep ball throws outside of the pocket, yeah, obviously Russell. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just talking about like when when Russell starts coming out of the pocket. Oh, like sorry, I should have reworded that. But when Russell Wilson comes out of the pocket, and it's not necessarily running, like I'm just saying, like throwing the ball like off of playmaking and stuff. Like he's, I think he's the best, and he's there's no one da- more dangerous than him. Of course, Lamar, when he's outside the pocket, he's a little dangerous because he's he's a juker, breaks people's ankles, and gets like amazing rushes. But I mean, I'm just saying when it comes to passing, Russell Wilson, number one. But I I think Russell Wilson's the MVP right now, and I currently think he has shown so far these first three weeks that he's the best quarterback in the NFL currently. <coughs> Alex, what do you say? That's what I have to say. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll go ahead. I think I agree with Ron. Um, I mean, he if you take the Seahawks offense and the Kansas City Chiefs offense and kind of stack them up next to each other, like with position groups, so like offensive line, you know, wide receiving core, and I, I mean, Edwards Hilarious looked really good. I would, I'd probably say it's equal to our rushing attack right now, the Seahawks rushing attack. Nice. So when you put that all in the, put that in the context, then and you look at Russell Wilson's stats being like quite a bit better than than Mahomes. Like he has what like five more touchdowns than Mahomes, like. I think it's pretty clear that Wilson's the best player in the MVP so far. So, I mean, I think he's MVP, but I think when you say best player, 
you kind of need to like have you can take into account like seasons up prior if it's continued dominance for a while you know but we until proven otherwise like i said i keep on saying this with the chiefs until proven otherwise we'll see patrick mahomes makes throws no nobody else in this league can make patrick mahomes is probably like if there's one person who can throw a ball farther than anybody it's patrick mahomes he's strong probably the strongest arm in the league you know and may, it may be because you think patrick mahomes has, has the strongest arm in the league by far who has a stronger arm josh allen even Patrick Mahomes says he has a stronger arm than Josh Allen. He but says Josh that, Allen's but statistically, that. it's not true. Like, if you've seen, have you seen that? Like, how how like how fast he's? And have you seen his Madden rating? Like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That was a joke. But no, like statistically though, he like Josh Allen has the like the strongest arm. Like when it comes to combine and and just how fast he can throw a ball. And there's been statistics showing that. Josh Allen has a stronger arm, but I think Mahomes. He wants to have a throw off though. So, yeah, I, mean, I I'll, 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 I'll love I'll to see that. Opinion. Honestly, I'll hold my opinion until they have a throw off. That's all I want to say. For sure, Patrick. What's up? Do you see Patrick Mahomes against the fucking Chargers? Oh, I also saw. I also saw Patrick Mahomes. Great, great, crazy point. things. I've also seen Patrick Mahomes throw 50 touchdowns in his career. Like, if we're asking, if we're talking about, this, like, you know how we add the like previous series when we talk about the greatest best player in basketball. I'm gonna do this also for football. If we're doing, if we're keeping the same things as in football, until proven otherwise, because the last two years of pure dominance that Patrick Mahomes has had, it's hard for me to say otherwise. It's really hard for me to say otherwise. He should have made two Super Bowls in a row if it wasn't for an offside penalty. He's, lo and behold, been insane in both his postseason runs. So, until he's Russell got Wilson, more to prove. He has. He's he's been in the league for two years. Russell's been in the league. Exactly. For now tell me who's been more dominant those last two years. Eight. Okay. Okay, in the last bro. two years, okay, if you're going to account time oh, for goodness. Patrick Mahomes, then you have to do the same thing with both Russ Wilson. I know, but the, Russ Wilson's when, when, when brought they were both his... in the league at the same time, who, who's looked better? Russell Wilson. So 50 touchdowns I choose, I choose, I, Okay, bro, I'm going to choose the, the player who has done absolutely amazing who's things who? for a longer period of time any day of the week. Who, but that's not what it means. Okay, bro, you can't, you can't, it's like saying, it's like saying right now, like saying Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. We haven't seen him do enough to be able to get that standard. But for the being the best player in the league, we could say that. Okay. We've seen enough to say that. Okay, I just years, think, I, we're talking about right now who's currently the best player right now in the NFL when it comes to quarterback. And I mean, I think Russell Wilson's shown it statistically, and he's shown it because overall... Patrick Mahomes' offense is stacked around him. Yes, Russell Wilson has, and I've said this, Russell Wilson has an incredible offense. Like I think it fits in perfectly with the way he plays. He's got a great rush attack. He's got an amazing Tyler Lockett, who's an amazing receiver. DK Metcalf, deep threat, very strong, like strongest receiver in the NFL, biggest. Like He has a very good offense around him, but... Patrick Mahomes has the most explosive offense around him, and it fits in perfectly mm-hmm. with the way he plays because, yes, he does have one of the, if not the strongest arm in the NFL. And, you know, I mean, to have that type of targets deep, like, 
who's gonna, it's hard to stop that. And I mean, I think overall Patrick Mahomes has had success. It's not only just because of him, but it's because of the players around him that have also helped him maintain that success in the last two years. So, without question, I'm just saying. We'll see. We'll see by the end of the year. We'll see by the end. We'll of the see year. by the end of the year back. for sure. This is this has definitely been a good talk about these two quarterbacks for sure. But I, I hope I'm hoping that Russell Wilson's able to maintain this consistency, um, and this this spell for sure. I'm I'm hoping that he can. Honestly, I would love to see Wilson win an MVP this year, but it'll he be deserves a, it. He deserves he it. Deserves he's, it. He's for sure. So, now on to the next topic. Tyler Lockett. Is he a top 10 receiver? Oh, oh no, what? <laughs> okay, well, that's funny, Patrick, because I actually said he is. I feel that he is one you of the top, top 10. top 10 receiver? I think he's a top 10 receiver in the NFL. Uh, I think reliability when it comes to catching the ball, he's a very, very strong receiver. Anytime you throw it to him, he's just a reliable catcher. And uh, I, I personally think from doing my research, I do believe that he's a top 10 receiver. What do you think, and Alex? He has big play potential. He he does, he does all those it. things. Okay, okay, he's, okay. We're saying top ten receiver. Are we just reliable. Strictly... Yes, you're right, Alex. You're right. But are we saying it's strictly off potential? Because Alex, are we saying Odell Beckham? Are, are we saying Tyler Lockett's better than Odell, Odell Beckham? Or I'm, I, based I on agree. the performance in their past two years, yeah. Okay. okay. I would. I know. I know. Genuinely, though, that's true. I, I would agree with Alex on that one. Odell Beckham Jr. has not been doing as great as Tyler Lockett has the last set, couple seasons. And I think personally, I think Tyler Lockett is a better receiver than Odell Beckham. You think, okay, you give Odell Beckham Russell Wilson, do you think anything will change? You think you don't think oh, Odell Beckham yeah. will have a way better season than he is with yes. Baker Mayfield? Yes. The, the Cleveland Browns are a run-heavy team now. Because, because, they because realized Baker they Mayfield can't. is trash. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So but if, you can't if, blame Odell Beckham on his quarterback, bro. Like, let's be realistic here. He had a thousand. He had almost a thousand yards or a thousand yards last year and three touchdowns, just because of Baker Mayfield not being able to get him the ball. That's, in my opinion, not his fault. He's extremely talented. I think you give him a good quarterback, we could see big things for Odell Beckham. But you know, he doesn't have a good quarterback. I felt like it was the same thing with DeAndre Hawkins, because I think DeAndre Hawkins is the best receiver in the league. But you know, until you had Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray. He, had a, he didn't have the best argument because he didn't get the ball as much as these other guys because they had better quarterbacks. Hmm. So, I think you but have I to mean, take into consideration. Like, if Tyree killed like, a top five receiver just because he has Patrick Mahomes, like, I think he's top, top five, but I don't think he's top three. You know what I mean? I think that he's going to definitely grow into a top three receiver, though. He, every single season, he's become a better and better receiver overall. And it's not just because okay. of Patrick Mahomes. I think it's also because he's okay. a top three receiver. Do you think he's better than Michael Thomas and Julio Jones? No, uh, no, 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 no. I never said that. I said he has the potential to being the be- top three best receivers. I said he's top five in my opinion, but I don't think that he's no. he is top five. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, back to Tyler Lockett though. Yeah. Like, who would you say? Who like who's an example? Like, aside from OBJ, like obviously he's like a. Was he a first-round pick? I don't even know when he was picked. Yeah, he was a first-round pick. First yeah, round pick. so, I mean, the the talent is obviously there, but, like, how many guys can you say are better than Tyler Lockett, but they don't put up the same stats because of their quarterback situation? Like, I feel I'm like... A, I'm going to go down through a list. 
Okay. Was, just stop me when I, when you find a receiver that doesn't belong. DeAndre okay. Hawkins. Okay. Facts. Michael Thomas. Facts. Um, Tyreek Hill. Okay. Julio Jones. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else. Oh, Devontae Adams. Duh. Oh yeah, true. I Facts. About, I, would, I would definitely. I almost forgot about Devontae. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you gotta say Mike Evans yeah. too, I think, and Chris Godwin. I think those two are both top ten. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Um, I think. And Amari Cooper. I think Alan Robinson. Amari Cooper, yes, of course. I think Allen Robinson's proven himself to be top ten for the last couple uh, of years with the receptions and yards he's done with Mitchell Trubisky. I think that's ridiculous uh, what he's been doing. I think that he's just outside top ten. I had him ranked out just really? outside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take him out of the list then. Um, see who else is in. How am I, I'm forgetting receivers. Oh, Adam Thielen. I think he's a top 10 receiver. I think oh. he's the best slot receiver in the league. Yeah, he's a very good. Yeah, you can't. I can't. I can't ever argue against Adam Thielen, bro. Especially with him being him being on my fantasy team. Like, man. <laughs> uh, what's that? Nine as receivers? I said already. Nine receivers. Yeah. Nine receivers. Yep. And I think, you know, if I'm not. Let me let me remember who else I'm missing. Damn. I'm thinking Diggs right now, but I'd take I'd, – I think I'd take Tyler Lockett over Diggs. Yeah. I, I think that's where I'm saying I – think, I think that, Patrick, I think Tyler Lockett, I think he ranks in the uh, lower end of the top 10, but I still think he is – I would consider him a top 10 receiver. That's you think I'm he's better than Juju Smith-Schuster? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, do you think he's better than – let's see who else popping in my head. Uh – well, oh, I had another one. Damn, damn, damn. Devontae damn. Parker. Yeah, I think he's better think... than Devontae Parker. Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley, yeah. I think he's better. Interesting. Yeah. I think Calvin Ridley is a better I think, receiver. And then but... I think the be- the biggest, okay, but honestly, Patrick, I think the biggest, like, uh, if you're ranking the two receivers, I think the, the, the guy that would be considered in Lockett's spot is Cooper Cup. Uh, he's not been doing well but this season. He's not been doing well this season, but overall, like if we're just talking overall, I think Cooper Cup is the one guy you could possibly toss up with Lockett. But like I said, still think Lockett is a top ten receiver from that. He just hasn't gone all the bright lights because he doesn't make fucking crazy plays. Yeah, he's all not... he does is move the chains and and beat his defender down. And he's consistent and did you see it? Yeah. Did you see the separation between him and the safety, like against the Cowboys for the first E ball touchdown? Like it was, it was absurd. Like there was like a nut, like a football field in between. Oh, I'm a reader. You know, you think he's better than Keenan Allen? Yes. Yeah. W- wow. I, I don't look wow. with, with Keenan Allen. I've kind of just like I've kind of lost respect with him because honestly, he always is consistently getting injured, and uh, he's not able to maintain. When he is on the field, he's a very good receiver, but he's very unreliable in that just because he always is constantly getting injured. So, and he can hardly stay on a football field without getting injured. I just think it's hard to find talent like like Lockett that can consistently perform yeah. and like like he did I, i'm pretty sure he had a perfect passer rating with russell wilson last he had three like touchdowns that's, that's ridiculous he had three touchdown catches last game 
Uh, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. The thing, though, the thing is, though, Patrick, Keenan Allen, very talented receiver. As much as I dislike him, I know he's a very talented receiver, and he could do a lot of things that a lot of receivers can't do. And with that, with mm-hmm. that injury proneness, though, he is getting injured a lot, so we do have to mention that. But honestly, Tyler Lockett, he is, even though he's not like Julio Jones, he's not like DeAndre Hopkins. He's not one of those guys you can just chuck the ball up to, and he's just gonna. He's not gonna just like moss somebody, you know. That's just not. That's sure. not who he is. And he that's doesn't not, need to. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying, though, Alex. Like I, like I was going into, he doesn't yeah. need to do that because he's consistently just getting open. He moves the chains, and he's one of those players that you don't look at and be like, "Oh my gosh, Tyler Lockett's the best receiver in the NFL." He's just a guy that is consistent, and he's under the radar, and he's a guy that consistently moves the chains, like Alex said earlier. I think it's, I mean Stefan Diggs and Keenan Allen. I thought were two better receivers than Oma. Tyler Lockett, but I mean, if it's if y'all don't think so, y'all don't think so. But <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, let's move into the next topic for debate here. Um, it is the Texans zero and three. We went to this a little bit earlier. What's wrong with them? What's going on? I mean, like Alex said earlier, I think it is truly that they are playing. Like three of the best teams in Fire the AFC. Bill O'Brien. What was that? Yeah, Bill, Bill O'Brien. Fire Bill O'Brien. Fire Bill O'Brien. I think the trade that he did was absolutely, unbelievably stupid. Because, I, in my opinion, last year, DeAndre Hopkins was probably, I mean, obviously was a top three receiver. But if I had to say, man, I think DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, if I had to pick any receiver in the NFL, I would pick him. Just because for my team, just because that guy statistically insane, and yes, Michael Thomas had a better performing season statistically, but look at what DeAndre Hopkins does. He truly is a receiver you can just chuck the ball up to, and I saw it so many times where Deshaun Watson legit just threw it to him, and he just caught it, and it's incredible. Yeah, and it, and it, he's one of those guys. He is a game changer, and he he is. I I don't see why that Bill O'Brien trade was any way good for him. The Cardinals got an absolute great trade from that. They got rid of a mm-hmm. running back who was, who was good a couple, like one or two seasons, and then he dropped off completely. They gave him for the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. So, I think that was stupid. That's why he should be fired. And he should be fired. I, 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 I completely agree with you. That was stupid. And I, I think Deshaun Watson just, should just ask to be traded at that point. <laughs> All right, what do you guys think Facts. for the 0-3 start, though? Still O'Brien's fault. The bad coach, bad GM, bad overall. His talent just doesn't know how to use it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Alex? Uh, yeah, Bill O'Brien's a problem. And they've had three really good opponents, so I think we need to be a little bit patient. Because with Deshaun no, Watson... fuck Bill O'Brien. <laughs> But with Deshaun Watson on your center, I feel like if you're, he's he's better than most quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, now follow up question: Do you guys think that they'll make the playoffs? I still think I still think that they have a chance of making the playoffs. I think I they, they they still have the opportunity. But what's their division? AFC South. Yes. Yep. And yeah, they've got a lot of several good teams. But you got to con- come get into consideration. There's going to be three wild card teams this season, correct? Oh, you're right. There's three wild card teams, and so I think that, and then there's gonna be 
there's only a f- one first round bye week, and there's going to be three wild card games on wild card weekend for each division. So we got to take that into consideration. So that being said, I think the Texans, even though they're in a very good division, I still think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. I think they're going to be a team that might catch on heat halfway through the season and, and run off that, you know. So we'll right. see. I mean, we'll see. I think for the two, the, the wild card spots in the AFC, I see are either the Patriots, the Steelers, and then mm, trying to think of what, or the Raiders. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC right now. Seriously, that is true. Mm, the NFC is, is better, though. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about that. I think the AFC had. I think that they're they're pretty evenly matched this year. Um, last well, year, I, in, last yeah. year I thought the AFC was a lot better than the NFC, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it's at the beginning of the season. I was like looking at the two conferences, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, like the NFC is so much better than the AFC. But now that the Vikings are zero and three, the fucking Eagles are. Oh, tune one. Like both teams, like were contributing to the NFC's strength last year. They were competitors, but now they're like trash teams. Yeah, for so I sure. Think you're right. You're like they're more evenly matched now. Yeah, that yeah for sure. All right, so now on to one of our last topics here. Name the top three teams in the NFL in your opinion right now. I'm gonna go off with my list, and I'm gonna explain why. Number one. I got the Kansas City Chiefs because they are, like Patrick has said, they're the hottest team in the NFL until proven otherwise. I'm not going to not rank them number one. So I don't see why I would not rank them number one. I tried my best to try to convince myself to name the Buccaneers above them, but I truly logically just could not. Um, number two, I'm going with the – now this is, my, this is my pick. I'm picking the Buccaneers number two. And the reason why I picked the Buccaneers number two – it's because their defense wow. overall is very stout. Wow. Got an amazing wow. front seven, and their <laughs> their secondary is very, 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 very young and is looking physical and good. And the offense is only going to get better. And from what we've seen, I think that the Buccaneers would I would pick as number two. Number three, this is a very, very tough selection for me. Um, but as we said earlier, Packers, man, I picked the Packers for number three. Strictly because the Packers are a very, very good offensive team and they're balanced with their defense. Now, you guys are probably wondering, where the fuck is Seattle? I was debating with Seattle with the Packers, but the only reason why I picked the Packers over the Seattle is strictly defense. Um, overall team, I think defensively the Packers are a lot better, and that's where I, that's why I have to pick. Seattle. I mean, I, I I think right with this list, if you go to number four, Seattle's right there. Right, no 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 question. But when it comes to ranking these teams, I think the Packers are number three. Um, that was and, the most biased list I've ever heard in my life. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's but, just my opinion because from watching all the games, I with, with watching the Buccaneers games, you know, I truly think that they're a team to be reckoned with, and they're under the radar. They're right now top of the NFC, isn't it the NFC South? Or NFC South, yes. Yeah, NFC, NFC South. South. Yeah, they're they're top of the NFC South, which in my opinion is the best division in and the best yeah division in NFL football right now. And we'll see. I, 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 we'll see wow. About we'll I, see about this defense. You'd be talking so brightly about this defense. 
But who have they played? We saw when they played Drew Brees, they gave up what damn near 20, 25 points. How much? Like how many? How many yards? Did, how many yards did Drew Brees throw for? Still scored points, bro. Less still than two hundred yards. But they still scored points. It doesn't matter about how many yards you have. You yeah, it was because points. of terror. It was because the offense struggled, and I agree with that. The offense struggled, and they gave bad position. It, it was but like we'll a Jameis Winston like we'll see. performance from Brady. We'll see. We'll see. They, they, they played the Falcons two times a year. Seattle gave up thirty points every single game, but they played damn good offenses every single game. If we're being honest, we'll see what they do. If they play the Cowboys, I don't know if they play the Cowboys this year or not. Play the Cowboys. We'll see how good they are. When they play the Falcons, we'll see how good that defense is. They play the they play they play the Packers. I know, um, so that'll be interesting. We'll but I'm telling you, I'm talking highly about their defense because they have the best linebacker duo in Levante David and Devin White. Um, they played weak teams. I know, it's, but let's like, not get over our head. I I'm just saying though. I believe. I mean, I don't see where you could name another better linebacker duo than those two. I'm just saying, but to name the Buccaneers the second best team in the league is just ridiculous. It is. Yeah, and it's a, it's a bold it's a bold statement, but I mean, I th- honestly think it would either be, uh, I I might switch Packers and Buccaneers, but I'm going to stick with my with my list. I think the Buccaneers are the second best team in the NFL, and that's my st- and all right, go on. Who wants to talk? Do your top three teams. All right, I'm gonna go with my list now. I'm, I have um, I got of course the Kansas City Chiefs at number one because like I said, until proven otherwise. It's kind of hard to say otherwise. Yes, sir. I got number two. I got the Packers. Okay. The Packers are just damn good. And I have three, I'd have Seattle. Okay. I mean, you can't you can't argue that Seattle has Seattle played three crazy offenses, and so I can't say that they have they have no defense. I they have a weak defense, but we'll see how they do against like a team like Miami. I think Miami will be a a good like no, what's it telling sign about their defense. Because if they could beat weak-ass teams, you know, and just blow them out, I'll be happy. I'll be cool. It cements my pick. But you will see. For sure. Alex? Uh, I got Chiefs at one. Just because their, their defense, I'm, we haven't talked much about their defense, but they've shut, shut the Ravens down, which is a pretty hard feat. It's Back. true. Um, Number two, as much as I'd like to put the Seahawks, I think I think Packers. No, actually, I'm going to give it to my boys. I'm going to say Seahawks just because <laughs> – no, just because the way Russell is playing. Yeah. They, they dismantled one of the best second – he dismantled single-handedly, of course, with – a great receiving core, like like one of the best secondaries in the league. And, I mean, so, you know, who's going to stop them? I guess guess we'll have to see if anyone can. But um, Aaron Rodgers, like, for me, obviously he's been playing really well, but he hasn't had, like, the same challenges, like, the same challenging defenses. He just played Saints. Yeah, the oh, Saints, that's right. They, they the I'd, yeah, I'd I'd probably equate that to the Seahawks playing the the Wichmacolits, the Patriots. Um, but I still think Russell's younger escapability is a big thing, um, a, a big component to quarterback success, um, and that's something Russell Wilson has that's better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and I think the defense has a lot of. 
potential to to grow. Um, we have we have some superstars that are just settling in. So and then Alex is three. For sure. All right. Now our last subject here. Um, this is a big one. Early on, and it's very tough to like, especially early on the season, given that injuries can happen, given that teams can start getting hot out of nowhere, you know. Who do you guys think is going to be these Super Bowl teams that are going to be making the Super Bowl? Now, you guys are going to be very pissed off with my prediction. I think it's going to be the Buccaneers versus Chiefs. And I, I think the, the Chiefs, I feel, are going to be for sure going to the Super Bowl. Buccaneers are a little bit of my risky pick, but the reason why I do that is because Tom Brady, playoff Brady, he's different. And I think that giving him giving him that Not many weeks. Team. He was really different <laughs> last year. One last team. <laughs> okay, bro. I, I <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I Okay. So when it comes to that playoffs last year, you can't really base I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't talking about that. We're not talking about that. Okay. Go sorry. ahead about your pick. Uh, that's about that's about that's about, that's another topic later. But Buccaneers versus Chiefs. That's my prediction. I think the three teams that are coming out of the NFC. I think personally, for that are making the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be either Buccaneers, Seahawks, or Packers. That's my opinion. I think that's going to be the conference championship. I mean, the divisional games in the NFC. I I truly think that those three teams are going to be playing each other. Um, I think. That the, the a three a three way game that'd be sick. No, no it's not a three way. You know <laughs> like, what I mean. Though. I I'm think like those three teams, those three teams are going to be making the NFC divisional, and I don't know who the other team is. Um, I I think that the Buccaneers are going to win Washington the NFC South. I truly think they will. Um, the Saints are not going to win NFC South this year. They're going to be qualifying as a wild card team this season. Uh, that's my opinion. But yeah, that's my that's my pick: Buccaneers versus Chiefs. I'm going to throw it all to you. What do you guys think about your guys' predictions for this Super Bowl? Alex, you go ahead. I'm still thinking about this one. I got Seahawks over Chiefs. I think the Seahawks will match up in the NFC Championship against the Cardinals. And then it'll be a, a, a Russell versus Kyler showdown. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Dude, <laughs> the Cardinals are a dark horse team. They are a dark horse team. They have they have Deon they have Kenny and Drake, DeAndre Hopkins and 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 Kyle Murray. Okay, I look at this as a joke now, but if this actually happens, Alex is the most legendary sports analyst of all time. Yeah, yes, fan him I Alright. Alright, Patrick, what do you gotta say? Oh, damn. Okay, so what I was thinking so far, what makes me so hard, what makes these decisions so hard is because I really believe in Belichick. You really believe? What makes me so hard? All right, go on. Be serious. All right, so, so all right, Belichick. What makes the decision hard is Belichick. Belichick is probably the greatest coach of all time, and he will, he will make life difficult on anybody. But as I said, until proven otherwise, I had to go with Kansas City. Have to, okay. and at the NFC, out the NFC, it's another interesting pick. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I think they have a better defense in Seattle. I think Aaron Rodgers is extremely clutch, and I think he makes drives that few people can make. 
and I'm gonna go, and he's just Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna go with him. That would that would for sure be a Super Bowl I would love to watch. Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, two of the most talented quarterbacks overall in NFL history. That would be mm-hmm. very 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 fun game to watch for sure. But that does it for this week's episode of Disunity. Um, we are going to be posting next week, same same day, Wednesday. All right and. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're still listening, I appreciate you. We all appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, another reminder, remember donate. to donate. Yep, exactly. Patrick knows it. Remember to donate. You can click on our link in our bio, our support link, and uh, you can set up a monthly donation to be able to donate to us. We would thoroughly appreciate it. Um, Alex, thank you so much. What's up? Do you guys have an OnlyFans? Okay, thank you so all much, right, Alex, for joining us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate it. We'll for sure have you come on some other weeks too. Um, I loved listening Alex, to your analysis. Me, I got you. Alex is a great. Okay, Alex is a great, um, <laughs> great sports analyst. So, thank you guys so much for joining us this week on Disunity, and we will see you next Emphasis week. Emphasis on the anal of analysts. All right, bye guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs>